Uh, hey guys, um, I'm back. Uh, did I miss anything really important? Ah! <laughs> Apparently, I'm be- I've been dead. So, oh my god, Danny's alive. Yeah. Uh, the cup. We are live. Hundreds of opinions across the world! Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. On air! Hello everyone, welcome to Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Um, I've never done a bit and I think I completely screwed up. Episode 208, uh, Blaze, quickly, what's, what's the Pokemon? Oh god. I know last week was Gliger, so... Yeah. Uh, Glygarian. Gliscor? Oh, wait, that's Unova. <laughs> oh, no, that's not Unova. That's, um, Seno. Steelix! Steelix! Awesome. Episode Steelix! Uh, episode Rock Hard Dick Snake. What? <laughs> I don't know. It's not rock, he's made of metal. Yeah. Okay, the harder Dick Snake, then! Fuck metal yeah. Hard Dick Snake. Episode Steel Dicks. Steel Dicks. <laughs> Damn it, it's probably in a porn parody no, somewhere. No, no, no. What do you? What do you? What do you? What do you? Our friend Mike? Nope. 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 She just likes popping in when she wants to. She yes. thinks she thinks she runs this place, but she really doesn't. She felt like poppy people we popping just make in. Her think she does. <laughs> I married you, Red Caster, so yeah, I kind of do. Oh yeah, you're you're like secondary leader. Yes. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry, Ichi, you thought you were the second leader, but she's a. No, I'll let me. I'll let me second. I'll be third. So, so Red Caster is a figurehead in more than one sense. Yes. Anyways, so this week. Now that we've caught up from missing Con Bravo, missing an episode due to Con Bravo, and the fact that Build took a week off last week, so this week we're talking about Build episode forty-six and Lupin Ranger episode twenty-six. Yeah, we're back <laughs> having like equal fucking until until Build ends in four weeks. Oh, Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll have Zio. Yeah, and our feature topic for this week is the first three heroes of the Korean Tokusatsu. First three heroes? First three episodes. <laughs> there you go. Of Legend Hero, which is a surprisingly good Toku series, but I we'll talk about Korean it. Korean Toku. It was cool because we were, like, predicting what would happen, and when it did, we were all just like, ah, it was great. Yeah. Ah! Not, not like that. No, more like, ah! No, no, less, less, less like that. That's the sound someone makes when they make a boy. So, so, oh my god. Fucking... Evolt? 
reveals his bullshit to the world by quoting the opening narration from the first version of the build opening. Pretty much. Like, word for word. Honestly, wouldn't it be funny if the narrator the whole time was just Evolt <laughs> instead when... of, like, the build driver voice? Oh my god, that'd be funny. it was the build driver voice. I think so. Oh. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, he just gives a speech uniting, like, the country because like now we, it's we, united back yeah because Japan. remember this takes place after the be the one movie so there's so much we don't know that happened in between episode 45 and 46 and we won't so. get to see what happened for about six months all we know is that the country reunited into but they still branched off in three sections because you know it's like it's like a country like you know it, you have provinces and then you have like governors running yeah, those provinces so, so now instead of three separate countries sharing the land space it's one country with three provinces yep um so yeah so Evolt reveals himself and he's like yeah i'm i'm here to like kill everyone and uh num num all your energy but because i like you guys let's make a game out of it whoever brings me the last lost bottle won't die Gets to eat our substandard pizza. Substandard pizza. Is that and then I thought of that because of the voice he did. And then a raid happens, and everyone has to bring their pokeballs. So this oh effectively God. devolves the episode into we're raiding Tartarus, bitches. And he always. <laughs> between like wow nice one but also just really really mad at you like are you fucking shitting me you actually did that right uh, <laughs> i planned that like just now that was great. just now <laughs> yeah that was good wow okay full props to you for that fuck <laughs> so for those who didn't pick up on it I was making a reference to Shin Megami Tensei Persona 3, which is a game primarily about exploring a giant tower dungeon called Tartarus where you have to get to the top. My glasses are off my face and my ear, my eyes are tearing up. That's so fucking just like, that wowed me. That was beautiful. Oh my god. I was, I, somehow I knew, despite never playing a Persona game, the only game that could involve dungeon raids and have music that funky could be Persona. You right? Should, you should play 5. I think, Emily, you'd really love Persona 5. I, although I hope you have an, at least 100 hours to give up because that is a long game. It is a good long, though. Oh, there you go. Watch the anime for Morgana. Yeah, there you go. And uh, Futaba. It's a little Zoro kitty. <laughs> so, anyways. I to watch the anime of Persona 4. So, before we get to the actual raid, they decide to finally put the hazard trigger to its apparently intended use. And just drop it in the box. And then it explodes and turns into another thing. And I don't know if the hazard trigger's gone now. If it is, I'll be very sad, because... I, I like to imagine it's just, like, sitting there in the Pandora's box and they never look at it again. Because, like, okay, we'll confirm if it is gone if he doesn't use Rabbit Rabbit Tank Tank ever again for right? the rest of the show, so... I mean, we've only got four episodes. Who yeah. the fuck knows? He, he's just, like, fucking genius. Genius is all I need. Nice going, genius. <laughs> there you go. Um, Sorry. so the white panel that they create, apparently, when they put the lost bottles in it, it is a way for them to access parallel realities. And, uh, how many did we see, Ichi? Yeah, that was a very specific So, number. 
if you go right to the last frame of that shot where Sento's looking at the parallel world and you count the two that are just off screen but still viewable, there are 19 worlds. So 19 I riders. swear to God, Build is setting up for Zeo. It has to be. Like, because then they talk about, like, oh, if these two want two of these worlds collide, there's a third world that makes if the, the black and white panels fucking come together. So and I it's have a like. a few questions about that. So their plan is to use Evolt's help, like, energy as MP to, with the white panel and black panel, to basically, like, kit bash two separate versions of reality into, into each one. other. So my first question on that is, which rider's world is going to be sacrificed for this? And second, like, how was that? How would that even work? Because like, if there's a copy of each person in each world, if you're going to create a new world that is a weird combination of like, there's no way to explain this because this is a phenomenon that defies physics. You know what world they're going to sacrifice? It's going to be Amazon's world because Nagas. No, but he's not one of the nineteen. It, yeah, exactly, but it's just... Yeah, it's gonna be Amazon. It's gonna come out of nowhere and just... You know and Banjo will become one singular being. I have a fun idea. Let's run a poll. Which writer's world do you think should be sacrificed? I mean, for me, I think it would be Hibiki, because originally, in concept, it wasn't supposed to be a writer's show from the beginning. And then they just... Toei was like, okay, we need to slap... Let's slap writer on it, and it'll be good. Slap it on with the might of Zeus! There was the one question... Um... Which was why some of the lines were inexplicably wavy and some were right? straight, and why they were wavy in very specific spots. Because it's parallel. My, I, each my, world, each world is different. My first joke on that was maybe the lines indicate ratings. All right, so this is nineteen writers, including the ones on Earth, supposedly, like the ones we've been seeing. Yeah. In the show. Well, nineteen. Uh, the nineteen worlds represent the nineteen writer shows from Kuga to Build. Oh yeah. god. Yeah. So, like, I love that just, like, apparently to setting up the ne the current Rider series is setting up for the next Rider series. Like, that's 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 Although, literally how this happens. I like that because it not only makes uh, reference to Heisei Generation's uh, final, um, or rather the, the Exit build crossover movie. Kamen Rider G is the one that gets but, destroyed. Yes, um... <laughs> But it's a good way for them to take a show that exists in a parallel reality and successfully bridge it to the not only the next show but the rest of the franchise. Exactly, and like in the trailer, the Zio trailer, we like saw that apparently like just Zio's like buddy buddies with Sento, and he like gives him the build ride watch, and he's like, "Take care of my past self." You know, okay? you know what it is. I think that's just like the first story arc where like he's going from series to series. Okay. Okay, there's one one thing I'm seeing here, which I remember um, watching about, which is World A plus World B plus C. But like, if there's 19 worlds, then you'd have to have World G plus H equals I, or are they not going with something like that? They're they're planning on taking three. yeah, they're only planning on taking their one world and with one Stop other world. Yeah. And this is all just so they can kill off Evol. And is it just like a like a lotto to see which world is like? That's what I'm wondering. I'm like how. Which world? How do they decide? How do they do it? They're just, are they? You think it'll be the original world of Zio before Zio? Yeah, it's like you take all the worlds, Ooh. you put them in like a big, a big uh, no, cage, turn a handle, and but there's like, nineteen. There's nineteen mm -hmm. of them though, so that means it, that includes Kuga up to build. Yeah. 
So, it, based on what evidence we're given so far, it looks like Bill's world has the DNA digivolved with another world. So, that's not very clear, but I feel like that's in the realm of things they don't have to explain, and they're just going to do it anyway. That's... We're just going to put the ten bottles in the white panel and fucking see what happens. Doesn't make much sense, but it's pretty cool. Um... So, Evol is, like, training on hologram smashes, and I'm surprised that Utsumi is still working with him, but I guess what choice does he have? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Kazumi walks into Sento's lab and straight up asks him for a power-up. Which then Sento just gives him the blizzard knuckle, and he's like, yeah. And he says it was made for him, even though it clearly wasn't. Well, like, he was like, I was gonna give this to you, but then you ran off and decided to get yourself uh, captured. Bullshit. I mean, yes, that happened, but you clearly were trying to force Ryuga to use it a couple episodes ago. And there was also, it didn't have the robot on it until this episode. So. Yeah, the emblem on it. Mm -hmm. and, and we didn't have, like, a specific bottle for it until now either. Um, also, isn't Kazumi, like, higher hazard level than everyone else now because he's had repeated nebula gas doses? Oh, that's a good question. And why is he only asking now? He should have asked for a power-up item forever ago. Everyone Maybe else has gotten so much shit. he didn't realize he could ask. Well, I guess Rogue hasn't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. So, oh, here's the biggest reason why we know that the Blizzard Knuckle was not meant for Kazumi. It is a two-slot item, which requires the build driver, and they yeah, did not they have... have the dad build driver yet. Yeah, which I'm just calling the dad driver for short. Maybe Kazumi was just, like, thinking... At the end of the build, the build dad driver, he was just like, oh, he's still Sento. <laughs> yes, Blaze, Sento could make one, but he didn't! He did make Ryugas. It's true. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so they... He, he, he tells Kazumi, like, so here's your power-up, just like you asked. Uh, also, don't ever use it or you will die. And you just know you as a weapon. that Sento is thinking in the back of his head because Sento himself has done it so many times in this show where he's defied advice and done things that should have killed him, like how he created the fucking genius bottle when it was the brick in the belt the first time. So he fucking knows that he's gonna do it. If he didn't want him to do it, he wouldn't give him the fucking knuckle. Yeah. It's almost to the point where he should have just handed it over and put his hand on his shoulder and been like, it was nice knowing you. Yeah. Well, like, honest, well, honestly... If you do it, we'll all be honestly, real sad. He knows, he knows Kazumi really well, and he knows Kazumi's gonna do anything to, like, you know... And, like, even Kazumi says it himself, he's just like, you know... Th th that's what being a common writer is. Is, like, you know... Being awesome and then dying. Yeah, well, Pretty like... Well, comic... dying, dying while being awesome. Or dying yeah. and then being awesome. <laughs> or any combination. <laughs> so... Com coming back in the movie. So they decide, oh, fuck it, let's have a barbecue. And they have a barbecue. <laughs> just... Yeah, that transition was basically how it yeah, was in the actual show, though. We're all gonna die tomorrow. Let's fucking grill some meat! Yeah, but is, is that not reasonable? I mean, sure. So poor Gentoku, he, like, wants to make, like, a toast. And he has, like, a shirt ready on, like, ready. And then they'd all just cheer, toast any cheers anyway. And he's like, oh, 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 okay, guys. And he, like, looks over the other Sad shirts he had. over to a whole sure. fleet of shirts he's made for everyone that they ignore. <laughs> I actually feel sorry for him. Yeah, I was like, poor guy. How much do those tra Iron Man transfers cost? A lot. And then we get probably the funniest thing the show has done oh, in a long geez, time. Oh. The cake and the like, I will... Okay, this scene, I will admit that the first time we watched it, I was genuinely fucking, like, 
creeped out and just scared because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. But then the second time we watched it, it was actually what, pretty Kazuma funny. What, Kazuma struggling to get Mutan's um, towel? Yeah. The good him who was chained and the evil him who was just in a chair with sunglasses humping the It was like Beetlejuice yeah, when, like, he, when, like, fucking Winona Ryder just, like, sees him sitting in this little, like, mini chair, like, just, like, patio chair and just being like, hey, what, what's up? Actually, Say my name. <laughs> Help me out. Oh and my yeah, god, it was so funny. And like the, like the little mini evil Cosby just starts like humping the fucking body pillow that he ha he's holding. And then he's just like, yes, no, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna sniff the towel. And he like sniffs it and then you just see him look at a thing of flowers. And he's like, it smells nice. And he just like has his arm up in the fucking air. And I then, can't like, remember what movie that's a fucking reference to. No, it reminds me of a scene from One Piece when like they're uh, the... Straw Hat Gang's leaving Alabasta and like they like they made friends with like the princess of the kingdom and it's like oh like they'll never they'll never remember me or something like that and then literally they all put their hands up like this and they they have an X because it's like the mark of friendship they made during the arc. No, but isn't there like a movie where someone like at the end in their victorious moment just like pumps their fist up and it, like, uh, Oh, Breakfast Club. Is that what it is? Breakfast Club. I, I feel like it has to be a yeah. reference to yeah, that. Yeah, it was the end of Breakfast Club. Maybe. I feel like that's the reference. Um, or maybe it's just a J Japanese thing. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, and then it was actually Kentoku's towel, and I love he like he unravels it, and just goes like, ah, just like and, a rogue. And, and here's the screen. thing that I was wondering about on the towel. It says Yutan and Beardy, or like he or Beardo. <laughs> so who's Yutan? There's <laughs> maybe that's Utsumi. Maybe he secretly wants Utsumi to be their friend again. Oh god. Oh my god. Oh, he just like he becomes Yeah, watch, at the end of the series, this everything will go back to normal and just he'll he'll be like he'll be the new owner of the cafe and he'll cause he can make a bitchin' cup of coffee. Right? Cause like, yeah, the 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 that that's the uh, full bottle special proved to us that like Utsumi makes a bitchin' cup of coffee. Well so. yeah, when you're a robot. He's not a robot. <laughs> I, I believe. <laughs> I am evil Homer. I, I am, am evil Kazumi. Grisu. <laughs> I love evil Homer. Wow. <laughs> so, the next day comes and the public... In the news, they're all in front of the Pandora Tower and like, I'm like, idiot, are you fucking stupid? You're gonna die! <laughs> he just, like... Like, and then, like, he brings, like, his whole fucking army of, like, guardians or whatever like that. And I'm just like, I'm like... I just love that Evol literally drops a helicopter on them. That's... And yet, by some no, miracle, no one gets killed. Yeah, no yeah. one gets killed. That's because he's a playful actor. And as, like, the cr the crowd of people are running away, we just see the four riders just show up walking really awesome make, in the and line. And nobody turns to be like, oh, where are they going? Okay. Well, and I mean, like, I... Safety's that way! No, they know who they are. Yeah, they, they've been... Their identities have been public for a while. Okay. Yeah, so evil. They, no one just knows where they are because Vernage relocated their base inside of someone else's house. So, like, evil, like, the. Uh, you know. Well, first, she had her base inside someone else's body. Right? Yeah. So Evol like play plays the roles or whatever like that and like explains the roles and I'm just like you piece of shit you don't follow any rules. So you're gonna climb Tartarus and every ten minutes you're not at the top I'm gonna black hole another section of the city and he does here's it. What, here's he, what that looks like. He does it and actual people just die but I know the reason this happens is because it's gonna all be reset when they put. The it's okay guys they're just in the soul stone. Oh, yeah they're gonna close Pandora's oh box God, and no, it's gonna no, restore no, everything. No, no. 
Um, but yeah, freaking, he, he does it. Like, he actually summons a black hole and destroys the building. You just see people flying into this black hole screaming and shit. They're dying. I would have laughed so hard. Because you know how he, like, he black holes something and then gets a power based on it? Like he did in his monster form? It would have been so fucking hilarious. If, because, like, the first thing he black holes is just an apartment building. Then you can see, like, apartment building arms on him. Oh my god. <laughs> Darn, it was Sunday. <laughs> I saw the parachutes. They're okay. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so yeah. Awesome. Oh, there you go. Blaze cleared it up. They're just in the shadow realm. They're in the shadow realm. No, they're in, the, they're in the other. They're in another dimension. <laughs> in the next dimension. In the next dimension. You're all training with King Kai. Oh. <laughs> just shot up like hundreds of people on King Kai's. Time y'all doing it on my planet? Shut up, us! Oh, Jack, help me! Shut up, Yar! Yar! Me, bolts are old roommates! They were sent to the Doom Dimension. The Doom Dimension. I remember the Doom Dimension. What was that from? The Doom Dimension? Oh, I can't remember. I don't know. Um. Bakugan! Bakugan, yes! Oh, God, not Bakugan. Blaze is dedicated to make us talk about that show. Well, I, I actually really enjoyed it. I remember. I kind of enjoyed it as an. the interruption, but I remember back when they first came out. Um, me and my cousins used to force our parents to play with us, and we actually made them do the whole spiel when they did it. Like, you couldn't just put it down, you actually had to say, GATE CARD SET! Bakugan bro! Bakugan stand! Yep, we actually had to, I don't even know. We wanted our lives to be interesting. Sure, don't we all? We didn't want it to be not an anime, we wanted our So then, we didn't think that evil could be even more of a piece of shit than he already is, but then decides to fucking remake all all three of, like, the Lost Smash, like, the The, the the trio. Sanba Garasu. Yeah, Sanba Garasu. And it's actually them. Like, personalities and everything, and they're all, like, the exact same how they used to be, but just Grace immediately fucking knows right away, just, like, Like, you're not them. I'm actually curious how he was able to do that, because I don't think he, like, interacted with them much. My guess is now that they're inside the tower, he just, like, sampled them from Kazumi's memory. Maybe. Yeah, that's all because he sampled full bottles from Soichi's memory, so doing memory-based things is something... We don't really... know the extent of Evolt's, Evolt's power. It's like, he can fucking do anything. Um, so, yeah, and, like, Kazumi's immediately just like, yeah, I know you guys aren't fucking real, and, like, he just decides, I'm gonna fight them on my own, and he, like, you know... Except when they start getting sympathetic with him, he's, he and hesitates. He hesitates. Well, yeah, because, like, he goes to hit them, and he's like, he's like, boss, no, please don't! Like, I'm here, boss! And then, like, he, he stalls or whatever, because, like, you know, it's sounds like them and then he's just like remembering and like he just kind of apologizes being like yeah i you know you guys all died in my arm or like died i love how his like about it i love how his comments on each of them get less and less intimate because it's like well because the deaths were less and less intimate well it's it's just funny because it's like akaba i still dream about you dying uh master alba alba like i'll never forget you your death definitely left a scar shokichi you were real warm. Like, that is a little less meaningful than the others. And then just, he proceeds to just fucking, like, hit his head right on the ground to, like, apologize. He, like, bowed his head, like, real oh, bowed. Yeah, that's what was going on? Yeah, yeah that's why he had, like, the red mark on his head, because he, like, I thought, he... I thought he was trying to crack it, so, like, like crack something open. No, he was slamming his head because he was apologizing. He, yeah, because he felt sorry that he let them all die. Yeah, and then just goes, sorry, Sento, like, I have to, and then like one of the most badass fucking things in build probably up to now. Actually, uh, Blaze oh. is saying that 
them being there means that Evolt doesn't have all his genes, but I don't think that's the case because we didn't see the slimes turn into the clones. No, I think but that's we did just see the slime we, we saw them hanging hey, out in Cobra though. Can someone just explain some uh, uh-huh. the, the clone, the people that Kazumi sees uh-huh. isn't actually the true the people who no. uh, the original knows to die. He's just talking to clones. So like, why does yeah, that they're mean? illusions. Yeah, but like, why does it have to be meaningful? Because like, cl- a clone is not the same as the original. Well, not it's not that he has to tell them meaningful things. It's just the fact that the way he remembers each of them gets less and less meaningful. Because he just knows they're not real, and like they're 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 more they're more of an they're more those clones are more of an insult to their memory. And so sure, he's... but I'm not talking about the fact that he's interacting with the clones. It's the fact that. The way he chooses to remember each of them seems to be with less and less significance. So he's bringing something to himself and it has nothing to do with them. It's for himself. It's like, Akaba, oh god, I loved you. Alba, oh man, that sucks. Uh, Kiba, oh, you were warm. Okay. Makes you know sense. what I mean? Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> I liked your hugs. So then we get probably one of the best scenes in Build, period, where he, like, goes to use the... He, like, stole Build Dad's driver, which, like, we saw Misora was trying to, like, find. And then they got a call from Namba somehow. I don't know or that's someone using Namba's phone. It's probably Utsumi. Because, like... Yeah, I it's would... probably Utsumi. Because we definitely saw Evolt kill Namba. No. There's no two ways about that. I think that. it's Utsumi. I found this phone. Maybe, maybe after fucking Evolt was like, if you start asking questions again, I'm gonna fucking kill you. So he's like, you know what? <laughs> New phone. Who dis? Um. So and just Grease like uh, Cosmo's about to transform to Grease Blizzard, and the bell driver just says like, "Are you ready?" And he just like the the subs translated as like, "Damn right I am." And yeah, just and, and this is great. This is yeah. great because this is one of very very few times where a writer like responds to their belt. Well, it was reminding me of when frickin' uh, you know, Go is about to kill Bato with the Shingo axe, and it's just like, what? He's like, it's a go for it. Yeah, and... someone made a post about that after that happened. Um, so, yeah, and he transforms into Grease Blizzard, and it's fucking gorgeous. Like, it was a cool transformation. Kekito Shinka! Grease Blizzard! Yeah, like chill, 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 chill. I love it. I know you do. I like it too. It's a cool form. It's the same shade of blue as Laser X. It's got the the three emblems of the Samogarasu on one of the shoulders. It doesn't have the fine print pants. It's got the build style pants. I like it so much. And it sucks. We're only going to see it for like two to three minutes. Oh, next, he's this... going to die. Yeah, no, we're only going to see the form for like two, three minutes most. And then he's going to fucking die. <laughs> also, I was wrong. We did, in fact, get a lost castle smash. So... There you go. And lost stag and lost owl again. Yep. Because he's going to die, they're going to make an awesome, uh, awesome figurine to remember him by right oh let's hope we they make one if they put out a grease blizzard figure i will buy it yeah you will i know they're putting it out through the soda stage line but they need to fucking put a fucking figure art out because i'll buy it they really do tell me i know you're listening (laughs) i guess that means we won't be getting a grease beast cinema (laughs) unless it's unless it's a a prologue prologue i mean no rogue got the pro rogue yeah, so Blaze said he'll survive through the power of boners and empty wallets. Yep. That, that'd be hilarious if, like, he's, like, just about to die, but then Miton just, like, comes up and, like, embraces him and, him and he just comes back him to him life. Just hugs him and he's just like, oh my god! Oh, no! 
just like sh- just like all the nebula gas inside him just goes oh just like shoots <laughs> out of him yeah um <laughs> yes through his mouth <laughs> so yeah next week Grease is so dead you guys wow so dead wow Wait, so are you saying that, like, because you know he's not actually going to die? I have no idea, but that's what it looks like. Yeah, it really does. In a well, Sento did say you used this, you're, you're going to die. Well, had almost then again, that's what die. Sento was told. We all, know he's, we all know he's going to accept his ducks. He's going to be like, I can be, with, I can be with my trio now, my boys. Yeah. All right, see you later. Uh, <laughs> I just, hopefully it's a little more dignified than that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wow. Come on. Oh. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Anyways, let's um, let's uh, you coax it through, but a different way, shall we? Damn it. That just the most beautiful thing ever. Thank you for the extended sound effects. You're welcome. That was hey, the most roll. beautiful sound effect ever. Roll about the X train. Alright, so the episode starts with us seeing the last fight from the last episode again. Yay. Because that's what I need. More clusterfuck Kaiser. So yeah, I got I finally was able to get all my Lupin X Patronix stuff, and thanks to Ichi, I got the X Emperor set, so you helped me. You're welcome. Happy freaking Bappy. Thank you. And then I also because me being me, I got another X Changer. I bought my own X Changer just so I could display the changer. And the mech, and then I got Lupin X, Patron X vinyl figures. Double train boners! And then actually, now I'm actually happy I have a Cyclone Dial Fighter, because that's actually something Noel designed himself. So, yeah. And, and who makes that one? Because that is really well designed. Oh, you think you. that's well designed? That uh, was Bandai. Uh, for, like, a plastic when you say, toy? When you say who designed, do you mean in the show, or just in real life? Like, real... It's Bandai. Like for, a, for a toy that's gonna like, you know. Oh, sh- it's switch around like that. Switched around a little. It's pretty a lot. freaking big. Yeah, no. Th- when I took this thing out of the box, I was like genuinely shocked at how big this was. You heard it here, big train boner. Uh, but yes, they did make a uh, good, cool Kaiser VSX, and it's fucking amazing. It's so cool. Ichi fucking hates it <laughs> with passion. Um, but yeah, so this episode. Um, this, the point of this episode was to illustrate how effectively Noel can literally use both sides, both teams, to obtain his objective. And that Kogur... Kogure. 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 Still does not like Noel and is being an ass to him. Well, he's like... He still did, hands him a blank check. Well, yeah, he just went to the Lupins yeah. and he's just, like, he's just like, don't fucking work with the cops. And like it's like, hey, it was Goody's idea. And like, oh, why the hell are you here anyways to help us like give us a clue? No, Noel sent me here. Called me here. <laughs> and Noel's just like, push Like, I, I just, like, every episode that's been going on, just like, we get more about Noel, uh, Noel and I just, I fucking love him. And that's something that, it, something interesting to note. It's been a long time since we started an episode with Kogure giving them a, intel information. There's just been important ganglers just showing up yep um so yeah 
So Roll shows up with information from the GSPO about a s- illegal auction house going on. And uh, there's apparently a collection piece there called Tiny Bubbles. Which is a mermaid statue. Yeah, and it causes you to have bubbles. I wrote down... bubbles. I wrote down a few um, notes for this episode. Let me see if any of them are relevant for now. Uh, well, let's uh, quickly talk about the, the gangler of this episode. Well, they, they, so. the notes are about the gangler. Okay, yeah, so uh, Gurisuto, the, yeah. the, the squirrel gangler. Yeah, they I... translated him as Grist, but his name is actually Gurisuto. Oh, okay. Yeah. As in Risu, as in squirrel. They He shoots nuts! They tried to make his Risu quirk by making a bunch of nut puns which didn't really work because they were squirrel puns not like puns. he en- he like he ends his sentences risu the way lots of other japanese characters yeah. have words at the ends of their sentences one of the neatest things about him i think in terms of design is that he managed to evoke a squirrel pretty perfectly without having a giant bushy tail agreed which is like the one thing you think of when you think of squirrels but he didn't have it and he still seemed like a squirrel somehow yeah and also his weird humanoid demon face didn't but, detract from that somehow. I really love this gangler. He's fucking awesome. Also, love his, his design. I, I didn't realize that his identity was like the big plan and everything was meant to be a spoiler because that's automatically who I thought it was. When right? That, like yeah. the, the, the second he the, the, the auctioneer was, was up right there talking. He was standing. That too? So I thought that that was the conclusion we were meant to make. That too. But Sentai has kind of made it so easy that any character who's not a main character that talks, like, 90% chance that they're the monster. So, so like, uh, Umika just, like, asks, like, like, oh, how are you going to, like, get this auction? Like, we don't have any, like, we don't have that much money to, like, bid on something like that. And, like, Noel's like, oh, we won't be using our money. We'll be using Kogre's money. And, He's Loop, like, he's like, family money. and like, I love he just like, just without any hesitation, just hands him the checkbook at least, uh, as if it's not the first time he's done this. Like he's asked for the checkbook. Yeah. So, oh. which means the, because ma- it makes sense because the master of collections probably fucking loaded <laughs> out the ass. The other weird thing I noticed is, was, was I, am I just blind or was one of the uh, auction people at the auction Steve Bills? That's what I was thinking. There's just, like, Steve one Bills' of the, is uncle. One of the four, like, big illegal auction buyers was just a white guy who kind of looked like Steve Bills. Um, so, of course, Noel asks, uh, Umika to go with him because it's like, oh, I'll, be lo- I'll look less suspicious if I have a woman with me. And Which is immediately like, proven. At the same time, I was hoping it'd be, you know, the, uh, red guy. I was hoping Noel and him would just go together. Mm-hmm. Although the, the whole spiel about like, oh, if I go with a lady, I'll look less suspicious, is immediately disproven because as the auction bidding is happening, she's just going, "You're bidding how much? Oh my god, that's a lot!" No, she was like, "You fucking moron!" She was genuinely shocked at how much she was oh, he was bidding. She can be as shocked as she like. This is a fucking heist. I I was kind of feeling her though. <laughs> like, just, well, no, uh... it wasn't a heist. They were legit bidding on it, so they could. No, just I know, but it, it was it was set up like it was a fucking heist episode. Yeah. Um. So, but and... it, was, it was super funny just seeing like he like he's just like oh four hundred fifty thousand, and she's like oh okay yeah that's not much oh no no it's that's an, dollars it's American dollars and she's like. And he move, bids that, a, move that decimal over a couple places. So he bid, he bids a million at first, and then like she's like a, a million, and then, and then and then like ends up Noel like ends up 
uh, paying like two million dollars or whatever like that. For Although them. I noticed when he was actually writing the check, it said two million one hundred and sixty thousand. Well, because so he like, had he had to pay the tax fee because there was there was an eight percent tax <laughs> on it. They actually taxes. had that in there, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. I'm like, is that tax? Yeah, no. He, he even said he's like, yeah, there's an eight percent tax for like plus your money that you owe. And the other interesting bit is. As they walk in, like, everyone gets offered masks because it's, like, an anonymous illegal auction. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing I wrote down. And they were like, our masks actually have, like, masking technology to mask our identity. Which is something that is, it like... never come up even once. A really big so thing. So, makes sense. So, maybe yeah. maybe just when the Lupins are talking, you're just, like... You just hear Carter just like, you're cooksier. No, no, you know what it is. Is it like, you I'm know, taking your treasure. Is it like in Buebu where they get blurred out to everyone? No, you, you know what it is? Just what? Whenever they show up, I caramba. <laughs> like that episode is I caramba. But, yeah, they Noel establishes that the masks... Including the ones the Lupins have, but where the fuck did they get them? Maybe from Kogri, which means maybe Noel made it for Kogri. The masks are collection pieces! The masks actually have a thing in them that conceals their identities. That's some fucking Sailor Moon bullshit. I'll accept it at this point, because that that will explain all of the inconsistencies away about how they don't know who they are. Yeah. Clark Kent technology. Yeah, that's what Blaze is saying in our chat. Um. So, yeah, so then the Pados show up and they start fighting uh, the, the gangler. And Although, how did they know about all this? Because clearly Noel didn't tell them. Uh, be- oh, because the gangler was out in the open and they detected him. Because Jim Carter does that. I guess. Every time, every time a gangler shows up on the radar or the map, he gets alerted and then he tells the Pados where to go. Right. So he, he left the auction. I will accept that. Okay. What so, I would accept is fucking bubbles of distraction. Oh, that was great. Well, they worked, though. Apparently that's like, what like, tiny I bubbles I like he actually got like, the effect of like his cheeks like puffing up, and then he's just like, boom! Just like throwing Grease bubbles. Grease, don't use bubble beans. And then they're all just going like, they're going like, boop, 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 boop. That's really adorable. And so he escapes, and yeah, like the Pados weren't really that... Uh, like much in this episode, but like this was again, a Lupin the, episode. The, it was yeah. a Lupin episode, and I'm okay to accept that because like Noel did shit, so I was happy. Um, so Noel decides that one of the four buyers is probably the gangler, so he has Umika sketch all their faces. Yeah, and like since when is Umika able to like draw? Is that just like, hey, now we're gonna now all of a sudden you can draw? Because like, I figured that'd be a police thing to like draw. If she can, that's great, and she proves to have some sort of level of ability, but like. Why did Noel know that she could draw? Maybe she learned it from her manga artist friend who got killed. I mean, that's probably it, but yeah. unless Noel was, like, also snooping in her file the same way that Tsukasa was snooping in Kairi's file. So, then, like, yeah, so he sets up, like, a fake auction or whatever like that to, like, lure out the, 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 the gangler, which then he just immediately figures out that, like, yeah, oh, like, he, like Yumika starts, like, you know, like, chugging like tugging at the cheeks of like all the guys yeah, she whatever. Just, but how would would that work right like, i'm like why a why would that work and b why do you know they'd be that pulling that on like work. the human disguise yeah, right i like to, i like to imagine if they actually like pulled the cheeks on the auctioneer you just watch his disguise like rip yeah that, that's probably what she was playing uh, hoping that that would happen trying to pull like the scooby-doo case yeah like, like it was like scooby-doo pretty like, much like, i would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you meddling kaitos so then like Toma's like, oh, so you probably just suspected it was the auctioneer and like stuff like that, and he and like uh, Noel's like, no, no, and it's like, yeah, I had to make up, I had to get those pictures, I had my suspicions, but like, you know, I still thought it was no, these he other had, four. No, he, he actually said that he thought it was those four. That's why they didn't draw the auctioneer. Hmm. Oh yeah. 
Um, yeah, so then they proceed to fight more and stuff like that, and the Pados show up, and... I, I love that, like, he throws the card to, like, Yokook fucking his disguise off, mm-hmm. and, it's, and and now I'm starting to realize, every time those disguises get, like, turned off, that's someone actually dying, like, all the way, probably. Oh, yeah, and, like, when the auctioneer got, like, startled or whatever like that, just, like, Noel looks fucking, like, backflipped. Yeah, it's like, amazing. He, he walks up on them as they're leaving the first auction... To like get them to pay for the mu- for the item, even though it got stolen, and Noel's like knee jerk response is to backflip away, and then when he runs into them to talk to him about the second auction, he flips around to talk to him there. Yep. And we see a check, another check in his hand when he's talking about the second auction for about, I think it was four hundred fifty thousand dollars. But then at the end of the episode, he tells Umika that it costs him another hundred million to do the reaction. But I think he was just fucking with her. With all, with all the times he has to do like a back, like a flip out of somewheres or backload to show something, I kind of like to just see the behind the scenes of like how many takes does it take to do that. Right. Because it's not just a one take. That'd be like twenty takes to get a get he do, it right. He does that a lot. Yeah, he actually does that. Like the actors actually trained in parkour. Yeah, but I, I'd like to see. I'd like to see like behind the scenes of that. That'd be like awesome. To see. I'd love to see lots of behind the scenes of Toku. It'd be amazing to watch. I mean, oh, uh, yeah. So then, uh, it, like the Lupins started like helping out too and everything, and then uh, they're like all go to do their like final attack. But then, which Noel decides to go Patron X for. Reasons, so, but like I was, ha- I was okay with it. Also, I like this area that they're in the stage because we've seen it in like Kiva and Gorze when Meteor showed was, up. Was that when where the Beethoven? Island? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it is! It was the same stage. Yep. It's also the same stage where Ixa used the Gorulu Fessel the one time ever. Yes. Yep. Um, and then yeah, they proceed to like destroy. I like that we get all four of them transforming together and doing their roll call together. Oh, yeah, no, that was fucking awesome. I, I just love how, like, every single time, like, Noel, like, turns in the, is about to transform into Lupin X, he just, like, points, the, always points, like, the exchanger down, like, on an angle and just... Oh, yeah, it's it. a contrast when he does Patron X, he shoots up. Yeah, so that's the, that's, mm-hmm. I always love that. Um, yeah, and then we got, like, their full roll call, that was really cool. And we see that in, in this fight, Greasto pulls out a fucking acorn mace that shoots needles. Uh-huh. He's shooting nuts! Well, it's pine needles, right? And then he's got like this acorn. Actually... He got has like this giant acorn for a weapon. That's, That's what I was just saying. Oh yeah, sorry. Okay. Yeah, we're a little bit spaced. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they use Itadaki strike with cyclone and scissors, and Pachernex's excellent X strike, and finish him off. I was kind of hoping it would be another cinematic attack, like the one from a while back that I really liked. Well, why didn't we have that yet? Right. Oh, that's right, Blaze. He did do that. Like, Jim Carter was, like, kind of questioning, like, Noel on something, and Noel just pulled rank on him and just go, like, hey, I am remember, your superior. I am from your, I'm from French, a- France a- HQ. Go fuck yourself. And Jim's like, oh, I okay. am from France. <laughs> Bitch. And then proceeds to kill Jim Carter. No, please. My, my no. authority. Basically. I love Jim Carter. I don't want him to die. Wait, 100 million yen. Jim Carter's a... Jim Carter's a... With the name of Jim Carter, I hope he's a fucking dude. Hold on, everyone's talking at once. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So, the 100 million yen, is that 100 million yen including all the other amounts of money that was paid paid leading up to? Well, at, at the end of the episode, like, Umika asked him, so how much money did you have to spend to get him to do the second auction? And he says 100 million yen, which I think he meant just for that not counting the other money that he paid, but I'm pretty sure he was fucking with her because when he talks to the auctioneer to do the second auction, you can clearly see a check for only $450,000. Oh, 
Only 450,000. Mm-hmm. Compared to a million. It's less than half. Yeah. But then again, like, with the... With Ko... How do you, how do you pronounce the name? Kogure? Kogure. Kogure. Uh, him handing, like, a couple, like, thousand dollars is, like, someone hold, handing us a five dollar bill. Basically. We don't know exactly how rich the Lupin family is, but I'm gonna go with Fairy. Yeah. yeah, I think the good one is incredibly, uh... yeah. Um, so yes, uh, they defeat him, uh, we get to see a nice Zord fight featuring Lupin Kaiser, Cyclone Knight, as well as Emperor Dick Gun. Yay. It took me a second, I was just, I was just sort of listening, and then I just heard the words, uh, Emperor, Emperor Dick Gun. So yeah, <laughs> no, between, between ex-Emperor Gunner and Slash, I, I like Gunner, uh, more. I am especially because of his giant fucking giant head. I am eternally angry that Slash Mode doesn't have an equally giant hat. Honestly, the toy form of Slash looks awful because like his head it just is, looks awful in general. No, his head looks super tiny, and then it's like you can see like the giant rectangular fucking like rectangle in the back that's just like the rest of the head piece. It's almost it's like, like toy robots aren't the same as their in show counterparts. Uh, Tokyo is pretty fucking accurate. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Umika tries to give Noel bi- the business on saving money and, like, sits, sits him down, actually, and starts just, like, kind of mothering him, I guess. And he, Noel's like, eh, that's what I like about you, Umika. You're like a mother. You're like a wife. You'll make a good wife someday. Uh, ship it? No. And so next week, Toma and Sakuya get go dancing. They go to an a martial artist dojo but are in leotards. And like we see them dancing and like Tomia's like Toma's like literally pulling a fucking Kion from the Haruhi ending where he's just doing the dance moves but like just, he's just going super stone face. Whereas Sakuya is not only super happy but he's in a fucking ponytail. Yeah. And then there's this like other bald fat Japanese guy beside him just going yeah yeah, yeah, that guy. The photo. There he is. You know who he is? He's, he's that guy from Dodgeball. <laughs> there you go. Oh my god. I love Dodgeball. Oh, they, look, they're finger bang. <laughs> finger guns. Wow. There's the new Sentai. Yeah, I was gonna. Dang it, you said it first. Yoga Sentai. <laughs> wow. Namaste, Jer. That's actually pretty good. What the fuck? All right, feature topic. Featured topic. So our feature topic for this week is a Korean tokusatsu called Legend Hero. And it was actually awesome. Surprisingly. I, 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 I will say, like, the first episode really did not, like, kind of you know get me but then by the time we got to episode three i was like eh, all right all right show I'll, I'll i'll buy it so this show clearly takes plot points from blade and ryuki because it's about a bunch of different heroes fighting to earn their wish uh and they called it like the dream battle a little bit of it reminded me of madoka but which just, is also yeah. de- derivative of ryuki yeah, also true not as, quite as much as going though, considering. Yeah. Um, Generobochi Gen 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 Robochi really likes really likes plots in which involve the world ending and resetting. Right. A lot. Like everything I know that he's made has that plot. <laughs> no, it's not. He does it really well, but it's kind of weird. So let's start off talking about the way this these powers seem to work. I really sorry. Go ahead. I just. 
It's got it's got sentient transformation devices. Yeah, so they I each have love sentient transformation devices. Yeah, like we see him get his, the guy get his changer, and like I just see like the, it's like little, a wristwatch like type kind of, thing like, that attaches to their knuckle. And it has, like, yeah. like this kind of like coin like thing, and I'm looking at it, I'm it just like I'm like I'm like you're gonna be you're gonna turn into a cute little and mascot as soon character. As it switched over, and I saw the eyes. I was just like, yeah, Emily fucking loves. The little yeah, thing. I just. When it's like them, when it's not just I'm using an object, it's like I'm combining my power with you and we're gonna fight together like in almost a Digimon type way. I love that. It's kind of like Soul Eater or Elemental Gelade. Yeah, or, or, or even Kiva. Yeah, or Kiva, yeah. So, they each have one of these changers which attaches to their wrist. They have their little device, they're called hero pieces, which are little sentient beings that are based on heroic figures. So it's also taking from Ghost, and this show apparently only aired about two years ago. It's 2016, according to Wikipedia. Yeah, March 2016 was when it aired. So they take these living, sentient hero pieces that fold into little hexagonal shapes and kachuk them into their changers to transform, and they have two mechs each. One that their little partner device grows giant to pilot, and one that they themselves pilot. Which then also combine into their each of their own Megazords. So these this is literally Common Rider, Blade, Ghost, Ryuki with their own Megazords. This is like so much of what I like. Yeah, no, it's really it's really interesting. The characters are fun too. So like our main character Libe, I believe his name. Lay or Lebe? Uh, I have it. Louis Lube. Yeah, Lu Bei. Yeah, Lu Bei. Or at least that's how it's spelled in the subs. So he, like, works at this dojo as kind of, like, a, I guess, like, a chore boy or something like that. And he, like, kind of, like, r- helps makes the dojo clean. He cooks for the, the, the students and teachers. And... Is, the, is the girl that's with him, like, are they related? Like... I think it's just, like, childhood friend. The, I, I was thinking sister, but I don't think I they think it's actually child... are related. Yeah, I think it's just childhood friend who just can't, deals with the shit. Um, and, like, he, he, he wants to learn the, the flying dragon fist, but, like, obviously... The, school, the martial arts school that they teach there. Yeah, but he just, like, kind of imitates it. And, and badly? Yeah, really badly, because, like... I noticed in one shot, there I can't remember exactly when, but at some point early in the first episode, you see a shot of the trophies that are on the wall, and one of them literally just says, in Asian English... Asian martial arts... Term. Asian kung fu competition. Oh, yeah, that's what it is, Asian kung fu competition. <laughs> um and just yeah so then we get introduced to the, like this this girl who's like some kind of angel or something representative of like the the, the legend heroes like think if kanzaki from ryuki was like six people all dressed in white half of which are women she yeah was really i liked her though like you could tell she was some kind of alien or from some other world she walks into a store and just accidentally steals the clothes from yeah and yeah, she walks off with the clothes because they like the two guys like well, the say two- yeah, these two bald, like, flaming Think if Oren Pierre Alfonso was, was twins. <laughs> yeah. And worked in a clothing this store instead of Charmaine. So, like, she's being chased down by them, and then Lu Bei tries to, like, stop them with his flying dragon fist, but because, he, like... Because he thinks that she's just being assaulted for no reason. And so he fails miserably, and they're just... He's like, so, so he's just like, alright, here, I'll pay for the clothes, and he's like, alright, that's I good. don't think he was paying for the clothes. I think he was just paying them whatever money he had for them to fuck off. Because, like, they take the clothes, except they just pick one of the things and just toss it back at her. Yeah, so okay. I'm pretty sure that was just, like, kindly fuck off money. Okay. Because there's no way that would pay for all of the clothes she took. I guess so. Um, 
And then, yeah, so she, like, he starts, like, going away on her scooter, and then, like, she starts chasing him, and, like, she's What's like, your name? No, and so she runs, like, at current pace with him on his scooter, but then she falls down a fucking pothole, like a sewer hole. That was great. It was funny. And then, like, she tries to explain to him, like, his destiny, because, like, they, like, apparently... They, like, scan them, and if they have, like, the name, like, uh, the same name as, like, a legendary hero or something like that, then, you know, they're a match for be a legend hero. Because I guess in this world it's impossible for two people to have the same name. Yeah, it's a little bit weird for a curious Maybe that's why the other version of me works at Speedy Glass. So, like, he... Oh, yeah, that! So, like, she explains to him his destiny and, like, being like, oh, you should join, like, the hero fight and blah, 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 blah. The dream battle. The dream battle. And, like, here's your contract, like, little dude. And, like, and he's just like, I don't know, I'm not so sure. And, like, and we find out that, like... She literally just forces it on him and then kindly fucks off. Yeah, and then later on we find out, like, the, like, head best student at the school dojo whatever like that is also one of the the legend which heroes. i totally called and he's the he's the bull legend hero the ox apparently or ox yeah i thought it was a bison and that's what i was writing through my notes but then like he gets his megazord and it says like legend king ox or whatever yeah like his 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 legend hero suit kind of looked like if oshi black and gosei knight just like fused together into you know what form. it might be maybe it's maybe they're all based on like the chinese zodiac wouldn't be surprised. I mean, well... Although they, she did say that there was, like, a hundred of them. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it was funny how she said it, too. And it's like, oh, like, how many are there? Like, there must be a lot. Eh, not, not that much. hundred, most? Yeah, and now, I'm, now I'm actually super curious how many of them we actually They're get to see on the show. The show. It's, it, it's got to be like Lilo and Stitch the series, where it's like, we there are there are six hundred and twenty five experiments that aren't stitched. I like to imagine yeah. that they said a hundred so that e- no matter how long the show goes, there's always room in the plot for other new characters. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and so then, like the the little guys, it's like, oh, you're my lord or whatever, like that. And oh, like, Shu in our chat is saying there's only about a third of them we get to see. Oh, okay, that's kind of sad. It's still a lot. Well, you know, it's a 50-episode series, and they have yeah. to focus on, like, a certain array of characters. So, so. so 30, then? Jesus, that's twice what Ry- more than twice what Ryuki did. Uh-huh. Um, and then... So then, yeah, the Ox guy starts fighting Louvet, and then, like, he... Because like, the two of them have been rivals to, like, take over the Flying Dragon Fist Dojo since their actual master fucked off on a journey of some sort. He's probably the best of the Legend Heroes. I'm, I'm gonna, assuming. like... No one in the chat spoil it, but my I have a prediction that he'll come back and be one as well. Because in a show where there are at least a hundred of them, for fucking anyone who's of any importance can and will become a character. Yeah. So, like, he starts fighting him or whatever like that, or tries to, and, like, he has, like, this giant mace, which is pretty cool. But then, like, Lubei just goes, okay, fine, like, they'll fight or whatever like that, and he transforms. And, like, it's weird. The first time he does it, he has, like, a waistcoat, and then, like... He has like a beard. It's uh, like I guess it's supposed to kind of resemble how like the Chinese, little the little Ch- dude actually supposed to look because the, it's based on a Chinese dragon, which are like elderly and wise. He's uh, got a beard, true. and then when he transforms, the beard like folds up into, into like, like face yeah, claws. which I was fucking happy it happened. But I wish he didn't lose the waistcoat because that was actually pretty fucking. Yeah, cool. like he has it's it when he often. he has it when he transforms, and then he uses it to Toro the ox dude, and then it's never seen again. Mm-hmm. That and, was pretty funny, though, that they actually had him do the bullfighting. Oh, yeah. C- apparently part of the reason for the beard is because Guan Yu, which is the name of the, the character slash the figure he's based on, is like an old Chinese warlord. 
Who had a beard, I assume? Yeah. Um, yeah. Which lends credence to my thought that these mon- that these forms are all based off Chinese Zodiac. So then, uh, yeah, he fights the ox guy and he gets his, like, you know, fucks off for, uh, for now. And then... There wasn't a turtle in the Zodiac, is there? I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. Oh, I don't know. Um... So then, yeah, we cut to episode two, which surprised me because there's, like, no indication of an ending or an opening song. episode three, it just sort of ends. Yeah, so, like, episode two just, like, Maybe it was just because of the versions we watched, which are on YouTube, by the way. Just, like, remove the music so they don't get zapped. I guess so. So this episode was interesting because it's just about him, like, kind of pulling a coda from Gaim where, like, he got his powers and he just... To, was trying, trying to, to figure, to trying to, humanity. yeah, well, trying to figure out like what he could do with them. It was sort of and, reminded me of. Oh, sorry, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. It sort of reminded me of Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah. Well, like at first, like whatever, he's just like super power, and then like he wears like his sweater, like a red sweater oh as a God. cave, and he's standing on a rooftop, and he's looking at like a jewelry store and a bank, and like I guess like the which, guy just thinks, which like, by the way, the name on the sign is bank finance. Yeah. So <laughs> jewelry. Which, which like the the mascot dude just like thinks like he's gonna like steal money or something using his powers and well, then the, he, the name of the mascot is guan yu okay guan yu and he's just like you're not gonna do it i think you are he's like N-. he's like what no i'm gonna like it's my power i could choose to use it how i want this is my power so he goes and helps I'm him spider-man he got he helps some guys like put a lift some boxes onto a truck and then he helps like an old lady like pull her card up who apparently does that every day every day you see her do it at least three more times That's yeah true she does that a lot um, so then, like, yeah, Ganyu whatever is just like, dude, you can't fucking use your powers like You're this. You're gonna use up all our MP, and then we won't have any left to fight evil. <laughs> well, you won't have any any power to fight, like, other legend heroes. That is almost that. what happened. Which though. then, the ox guy come, shows up again. This time he has a... A flail. He has a flail. Or just, like, he has, like, a ball and chain where yeah. he, like, throws at him. So, when his sister throws balls at him, because... Well, not the sister. We... We thought it's the Ox King guy. Oh well, that's okay. when that's she when trains. she's that's when yeah that's when she was yes, training him. Yes, well, they're like I'm just finding about this. Obviously, I'm gonna watch it because it's an awesome Korean show and right. But like, was this so? It's not his sister then. Or this is childhood it, friend. I thought so, but probably not. Childhood I'm friend. I'm pretty sure so she does have a different shows name. up out of the blue and starts throwing stuff at oh, him. Oh no no! Like she she lives and works in the dojo with him. Oh okay. Maybe they're just yeah. Maybe they're just like people who grew up beside each other, but they're not biological siblings. So, yeah, that so, makes sense. Yeah, so, like, he gets his ass kicked by him, and he's like, oh, see what happened, like, when you don't use, like, use up all your energy, or, like, oh, no, he goes to, like, proceeds to, like, help, like, a bunch of kids who are in a Ferris wheel. Who get trapped in a Ferris like, wheel, wheel which is obviously a trap. Where there are no staff members, no one else on the Ferris wheel at all, like... Oh, well, well, Doc Sky did say it was a trap. Yeah, but I like, like to think that he's scared away the staff and maybe after... Maybe that makes sense, yeah. Which and, and, like, the one parent and the, like, three children in the Ferris wheel and no one else. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, like, he proceeds to kick his ass and then, like, um... But then he, like, goes for training. He tries to get training from, like, his friend or whatever like that. Just like, oh, throw a mason, throw a flail at me or whatever. And she's like, I, well, are you going to tell me what's this for? And he's like, I, I can't, but, like, just, just, shut up just, and just, just do it. Can't hero stuff. 
super top secret. So then, yeah, uh, he, like the children he saves or whatever like that give him power and then it gives him energy. They, they cheer at him and he gets a morale boost. And then he turns his sword into a gun and it's pretty fucking cool. Actually, that's, that's a true a thing in Korea. That is a true thing. Fucking Ryugan-ass Ryugan. Wait, that's a true thing in Korea? They have swords that turn into guns? No, you choose them and on it and they get sudden power boost. <laughs> okay. It happens in variety shows all the time. Hmm. It's like the I your love has given me strength sort of yes. thing. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and the best part of that scene where he's fighting the ox dude is that in the background in several shots you can see a sign that says Pirates of the My Land. Yeah, Pirates yeah. of the My Land. I love it. And it like it says in big caps, My Land. Yeah, I swear to God, I saw t- Looney Tunes. Like I saw yeah, Bug- like, I saw, like, like Looney I saw Bugs Bunny. Um, yeah, and then just like apparently, if one of the Legend Heroes yells out. Final battle! It sends off this giant fucking, like, barrier around, like, the city area where they're fighting. So that, like, when they're fighting... There are any, so many references any, I could plug yeah. in here. So like, any dist- we're fighting a wild Digimon! And the barrier apparently, like, causes that uh, everything to pause, like, just all humanity to pause. pause. And any damage that happens to the city while, like, they're fighting just gets immediately repaired after the fight starts. Every anime out there. Pretty much. I'm yeah. surprised because that is never something that normal to- that Rider and Sentai does. Like any damage that happens, happens. It, mm-hmm. it, they, I know one thing where that does happen, where they fix it. That's Doki Doki Precure. Oh, okay. And also Mahosukai Precure, but again, those aren't Toku. I've never seen it in a Toku, but I haven't seen as many. Oh yeah, and, and Shu points out that the name of the Ox mascot slash power up is Wang Quang. <laughs> or is it Wang Kwang? Or, or, or as we can call him, Wang Wang. My name is Wang Wang. I've always wondered if it's pronounced Wang or Wang. I think it's Wang. Seeing as they're, seeing as they're based on Chinese myth, Chinese historical figures, it's probably Wang Kwang. Uh, that makes sense. K-pop idol I follow is uh, is from Hong Kong, and his last name is uh, spelled Wang. So I think it is pronounced Wayne, yeah. Is that why you know so much about Korea? Yes. Cool. So we get to see the legend machines, which are basically their... Each each of the legend heroes has a pair of zords. Uh, the mascot, that's what we're calling them, cause, or the hero piece, that's what they're categorized oh, yeah, 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 as. Yeah, 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 yeah. The hero pieces grow giant and take control of one of the zords, and the character themselves gets in the other one. Uh, so we get to see the Ox Bulldozer and the Dragon Cannon. And then they do their Legend Combines, and we get to see Legend King Ox and Legend King Dragon. I fucking love the aesthetics of these Zords. Yeah, no, they're they're pretty cool-looking mechs. And I gotta say, like, I know it's because they're based on the same thing, but Legend King Dragon just speaks to me like it's fucking a good version of Sprintera. (laughs) Um, yeah, and he, like, kicks his ass, and then, like... Dragon Slash. And then, yeah, and then we find out that, um, so whenever a legend hero loses in a dream battle, he, they lose, like, their dream that they, you know... They they kind of... They wish for. Like, when he defeats him, they make it look like he's straight up dead. No, but I think he just, like, lost all the reason to, like, what he wanted to do, so it was to be, like... A good it's, martial it's, artist, so now it, he just doesn't care. It's not that he doesn't care or that he lost, but, like, the angel comes back and explains that, like, lose all memory when, when you make this contract to be a legend hero, you choose a wish, and if you win the dream battle, you get the wish. But if you lose the dream battle, you will never, ever get your wish. 
So I think it's more like, well, I lost, which means what I want to happen isn't going to happen, so I'm just going to straight up giving up trying. Hmm. So he, Jin, which is the ox dude, his dream was apparently to, to win a tournament so he could live with his mother peacefully. So as episode three starts, he comes back in and he's like, well, game over, guys. I'm leaving. Fuck you. Bye. Now, episode three. Honestly, I think out of the three episodes we watched, this was the absolute best one. Oh, oh dear clearly, God, like, the guy, yes. Because of Mizu, who is some sort of pickup artist with a cheering section. Yeah, he has, like, he his has own... a whole squad of Team Skull grunts with them. They were, they were Korean Team Skull! Yes. Like, and they have, like, a maraca and, literally, like, one of those, like, any accordion scene keyboard, like, you blow into it yeah. and it makes any noise. Any scene they're in, you play it and play the Team Skull, Team Skull theme over music, it. Skull music, yes. Yeah, really. So, like, they try to, like, like, apparently his dream is, t- is world domination. They say that, but I feel like his actual dream is just to get laid. Yeah, because, like, apparently he's been trying, like, 99 times to, like, get girls, but then... Yeah, so he tries on Lou Bay's friend or whatever like that, which he just calls him disgusting and, like, hits him really hard. And so he doesn't know what to do, but then one of the angels or whatever scans him and goes, Oh my god, you're possible chance to be a legend hero. Well, here, I'll give you a chance to, like, you know, achieve your dream of world domination. And he's like, fuck yeah! So, and they do, like, this weird, like, dance and yeah. song thing. It was just, like, it was mesmerizing. They do it several times over the episode, and it's hilarious. Yeah. It didn't stop being funny somehow? I don't know if this is true, and no one confirm or deny this, but I think because of a lot of the different wallpapers I've seen for this show while I was looking up what wallpaper to put in, I think this guy is a main character. I hope so. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> because I've seen a lot of his art in art promoting the show of his form, so I was pretty ready to write him off as like the common Rider scissors of this show, but maybe not. But when, when he first shows up, we thought it was a lion based on the way his hero piece looked like. It's a coloring, but it's a, he's a turtle. And like when he uses his weapon, we find out it's a turtle. And it's cool because his weapon has an axe and a hand buckler shield mode. And it fires a beam. It's great. Yeah, and then like the shell opens up and fires a fucking big Zambeam. Mm-hmm. No! It's a turtle firing a wave! It's a Kamehameha! There you go. Oh, oh. no. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I feel like I, everything I say in this episode sounds weirdly bitter, but I swear to God, I'm not bitter about anything. I'm just, I don't know why it sounds that way. So, like... <laughs> and and something that's almost never happens in Toku happens. So, like, this guy gets powers and then straight up just uses them to harass people and, like, break shit. Yeah, and, like, and then the fucking police show up! Yep. Well, yeah, because he's causing disturbance. So police uh, gets but of off. course he's got superpowers, so he scares them off. Yeah, just makes one guy fall over. So then, uh, yeah, Luve like tries fighting him or whatever like that, and then like he see like uh, uh, Misu sees like the the scooter, and like he saw that like the friend was on it earlier, so he thinks that Luve is the girl as the legend hero, and so he tries to like invite her to dinner. And then but he before just that, goes with it. Before that all happens, while he's trying to fight him, he he is about to use the, his sots on him, but then he remembers that, like, oh, everyone I defeat loses whatever their most wanted dream is. So this is the episode where he starts hesitating mm-hmm. about oh, fighting. he's also sick in this episode. Yeah, he catches a cold, which then gets transmitted to his hero piece. And then he's, like, in a little blanket on a, in his bed. A napkin over him. 
Oh yeah, no, Emily like gushed so hard. It's just like he's 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 wearing a napkin as a blanket. No, it was it was adorable, and he had like he had like the red like marking on his face, like he was sick, and it was like it was really adorable. In so. fact, that's our thumbnail. Okay. Oh come on, I'm gonna have to see that. <laughs> Forever. Forever, Emily. Um, yeah, so then, like, he gets invited to dinner at, like, his, like, at his place, I guess, and, like, pulls a fucking Bravo and just has, like, he, like, transforms to sitting in a chair and just, like... With a glass of wine. A glass of wine. Yeah. Which, like, did he transform while in the chair? No, no, he... He was already transformed. No, like, when they get there, he's already transformed, okay. sitting there with the glass of wine. Yeah. But I would love to see someone transforming while sitting down, because I don't think I've seen anyone do that. Hmm. If I'm wrong, correct me. Um, and then just, yeah, Lupe just realizes, oh, he thinks I'm a girl. Well, I'm just gonna go with it. And he plays along with it. It's so fucking to great. To the dismay of both their masks. It's like, hey, if, if you really love me, like, we're gonna help that old person. Do all like, my chores for me and I'll be yours. No, like, oh, like, help me, like, help that old person, like, with the cart. And, like, his cronies are like, oh, what do you think he's gonna do that? We want world domination. He's like, no, no, I'll, I'll do it. But, like... Proceed, and then, like, they're sitting I, I, on the bench. I'm one, like, while this is happening, I'm just like, where are you going with this? Yeah, like, I, where's this gonna lead? Yeah, like, just fucking with them. Sure, but, like... Well, I mean, I guess it fits in with Lupe. He doesn't seem like someone who plans yeah, he, far ahead. Yeah, he, I, think he's, I think he was just trying to help him, like, be happy. So he was just trying to, like, be the girl, be a girl as long as he could. And then, like, he see, and then Mizu actually sees the girl and realizes that, like, oh, it's a guy, and then gets really pissed off at him for it and starts fighting him. I almost fucked a dude, dude! <laughs> Fuck! I fucked a dude! <laughs> no, goddammit. Um, and then, yeah, he decides to start his final battle, and... Oh, but before that, there's a shot where they're sitting on a bench and, like, the two hero pieces are arguing at each other about who's the strongest, and they start forcing the two of them to, like, slap each other's hands. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, there are so many great things you can do with when, when they're sentient, guys. I'm looking forward to more shenanigans like that. When they're partners and not just random toys they use. Right? Can you imagine how hilarious it would be if full models were sentient? So, yeah. It would be awesome. I honestly think every single gimmick item could benefit from actually being a living being. Or at least the organic ones. Yeah, but just like, and being like a partner character. Right. And again, I, I know some people probably think that's lame. No, that's no, fine. So, it's episode three, and this is the first time we get an episode where the main character henshins, but we don't get to see it. Like, it's, it happens, he's, he's about to transform, and then they cut, and he's already transformed. Really? Episode 3 in a 50-episode series? I think that's a little early to start doing that shit. Meh. You also, like, sneeze transform. Yeah. So, so they do attacks at each other, like Turtle Wave and Turtle Smash and such, but they cancel each other out. So Turtle Boy calls for the final battle. Uh, we get this awesome spinning axe attack with the Zord that's got a fuck Like, like does, his Zord is like a like a construction vehicle, like the, the shovel, like the digger, but it's got, like, a turtle head. And it's and yeah, the name is Zhang Fei, and like it sh it spits out an axe that it then wields around in its mouth, and it does like this hilarious spinning attack. I loved it. And then we get to see Legend King Turtle, which make is a, it's an orange turtle zord that combines with a purple, purple train. train. Yeah, that seemed a little weird, but all right. It didn't look bad. It was just weird. I mean, I'm interested. It's neat. So. They have their battle, and of course, Dragon wins, and then uh, 
he goes for the actual finishing slash attack when they're back down to the human level, and then the episode just cuts off and ends. Yep. And I want, like, before we were going to record, I wanted to watch episode four, but she's like, nope. Nope, we're going to stop there, and then we will actually keep watching the show later. So, yeah, so that was the first three episodes of Legend Hero, and, um... I was very pleasantly surprised. I was not expecting it to be as enjoyable as it was. Yeah. Same. So, I think we're definitely going to keep watching more of that. Sure. I mean, I'm probably going to start watching it, but what I'm disappointed about is no matter where you look on the freaking internet, which sucks right now, I can't find who the hell is acting in it. There's nothing that says who who's, like, the it cast. It really matter, right? Did you look for a wiki for it? Yeah, I've been trying... Well, it was like, I haven't seen it yet, and... I know quite a, like, a lot of, like, uh, Korean actors, or is it not Korean... Is like, is the show all Korean actors, or is it, like, run by Korean... Pretty sure it is. I don't know offhand. Uh, Armor Hyde in our chat says, yes, it is all Korean. Hmm. I mean, I'm still gonna, I'm still probably gonna watch it anyways, because it sounds like a really awesome show. I just, I like to see who I, who I know in the show, because looking at the pictures, I recognize some people. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting change of pace, where... Because it's Korean and not Japanese, I don't understand a single fucking word they're saying, aside from the, the sprinkled-in English. Yeah, superpower. But honestly, it, like, I recommend you guys go check it out. It's 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 cool. And it, it's all subbed up on YouTube, so just you can look for it there. Yep. Cool. Anyways, this is, I uh, think, good end to it, so yeah. it's a fun episode. Yes, thank you all for joining us again for episode 208 of Cast Ranger. Thank oh, you yeah. for listening. As always, uh, thank you for liking, favoriting, subscribing, sharing, commenting, and just being awesome by being part of our community. Uh, make sure to check out anyone who hasn't yet our Discord channel where you can not only chat with us but listen to episodes being recorded live, uh, as well as you could have been listening to Ultra Ranger episode 50, which just did their live recording earlier this week. Beautiful. Um, we also have a merchandise page where you can buy shirts and tote bags and whatever the hell else with our emblems on it. Um, and please make sure to check out our Patreon, uh, where we, where you can consider donating and pledging to help us make the show better for you. Uh, and that's about it, so... Did we agree on what next week was? I can't remember. I don't remember. Next time something will happen. Something else. <laughs> Some cool feature topic. It'll be we awesome. were planning a few different things. We're, we're trying to figure out the next couple months. Yep. Because uh, I know we still have the Exit Trilogy to do, which we're probably going to do in September. Yep. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll post in the Discord when, I, when we figure it out. Sorry, I meant to figure that out beforehand. It's okay. Goodbye! Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening.